Now, normally we just kind of riff when we mm-hmm. open the show here, but I think this week there should be a proper announcement. Okay. Of the brand new defending reigning fantasy football champion. Oh, did you win the league? You weren't even paying attention. Dude, I checked out. As soon as I saw I didn't make the playoffs, I checked out. Because I... So. So I don't even get... Like, I don't even get the, the, the braggadocious... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you one of those. Yeah, Dude, yeah. you won. And, I, and I'll give you two of these okay. right there. Like, I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, you won. Like, I congratulations. Want, I want you to I acknowledge had, the greatness of my I had a crap year. Let's, I mean... I sure didn't. Well, good. Actually, the only reason I won is Aaron Jones scored a touchdown with four minutes left. Good. In the Monday night game. Good. You backdoored your way into I it. I did. I'm, I'm proud of you. You know me in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, how was your Christmas, Matt, on that note? Uh, uh, well, not not good in that aspect. <laughs> it was it was fine, you know. Yeah. Uh, with two kids, Christmas is about them. So. Right. How about you? Uh, it, was, it was great. Uh, busy, but it was great. So. Yeah, you have to travel. I do. We, quite a bit on those yeah, days. Yeah, we uh, shit it and get it, as they say. Huh. So yeah, but yeah, it was it was great. It was a uh, good, 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 good times. So excellent. Yeah. Well, we kind of hinted at this last week. Yep. Uh, this is the final episode of the decade. Yeah. I mean. We've only been a small part of this decade. Sadly, uh, Roderick Strong, Jimmy Jacobs, and Hangman Adam Page will not be part of this podcast. And B.J. Whitmer. Fair enough. See, see, that's the the, the crappy Ring of Honor version that you watched. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. ten years ago, I was watching the great version right. of Ring of Honor. Right, so. right, right. Uh, but yeah, so today we're just going to kind of talk about uh, the the decade. Yeah. What what big stories we saw each year and and. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna do a deep dive on everything, no. but so what I did is, uh, because I, I guess I have nothing better to do, I went through, and I looked for uh, a lot of the years in review mm-hmm. articles. Um, IGN had a bunch of them actually, yeah. and they were really helpful. Um, and so what I did is I just uh, made like a list of in each year of some some noteworthy things. I'll just run down the list, and then once we get to something you want to talk about, stop me, and we'll so go So we're from just there. gonna skip all 2013, then, right? Uh, pretty much. We <laughs> we probably could. It's weird though. I like I got. I'm like, I I forgot about a lot of stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, that was that. Like it just all runs together. Yeah. So I don't know what your your whole list is. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we're starting in uh, 2010. 2010. Yep. And when I went back and started thinking about what was going on in 2010, Shawn Michaels was still a professional, like an active wrestler when the decade kicked well, off. So it's so the decade kicked off with TNA. Trying to reignite the Monday Night Wars, which we don't need to talk about. Which we don't. But because of that, it uh, WWE went. Oh, I guess now it's a fine time to reconcile with Bret Hart. <laughs> sure. So, like one of the first things that happened in 2010 was Bret Hart making his return. Was to... it the first or second Raw of? It was. Yeah, it was. Early. I think it was the first. I th- I'm it, <laughs> as much of a nerd as I am. I think the date was January 6, 2010. Okay, I thought it was like January 10th, but I mean, it's... You could be right. It doesn't matter. I'll look it up Go as, ahead. as we're talking But it was, uh, um, 
it was just a surreal moment. Like so, something like he obviously he got inducted in the Hall of Fame in twenty six er, two thousand six, um, and you know they had a couple DVDs out and stuff like that. But still, no no real firm. You know, he hadn't come out in front of yeah. a live wrestling crowd, and so yeah, they made the announcement that Bret Hart was going to be on, and like he kicked off the show, he called Shawn Michaels out there, and you're thinking like immediately, oh, immediately, he's like, I think you know it's great to be back, yeah. but I want to call out Shawn yeah, Michaels, yeah, um, and uh, you're like, oh my god, what's going to happen? And they buried the hatchet on live television. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you find out afterwards that they didn't talk. Yeah. They didn't rehearse anything. So it's, it's a real cool moment um, after all that had went on. Just, it, it's just really, as a, as a wrestling fan of, of, of this, you know, of our age, it just was a real cool thing to see those two, like, come together again right. and, and it's, it's, hug it out. And, it's the ultimate never say nem- never example which is why a lot of people were uh you know myself included well CM Punk will come back and we'll mm-hmm. get to his saga right. I'm sure uh but it was proof like everybody mm-hmm. comes back eventually yeah. yep unless they die before they have the opportunity right right so um and then a couple months after that Shawn Michaels retires yeah um has the second of the matches against Undertaker at WrestleMania uh retires um, so that was a real, for me, that was a, like a, um, for, for a couple months, it was a real gut punch <laughs> to me because I was the biggest HBK fan. Still am. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like, uh, like I got it. Like, okay, he wants to go home and hunt and spend time with his kids and whatnot. But I was like, oh, he was still like putting on great matches. He was still the best in the business. Like, <laughs> like it was unquestioned when Sean was. When Sean was in the ring with a big match, mm-hmm. he was still the best there was. And um, yeah. He proved it two years in a row with Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a little a couple months after that, um, they mercifully kill WWE CW. Uh, and in its place, they start the NXT game show. Yep. Uh, with such... Uh, um, where the concept was you had people who are on the roster and they've got these quote-unquote rookies that they have underneath their wing. So, you know, this, this decade-long thing with Miz and Daniel Bryan started on the NXT game yep. show. Uh, Wade Barrett was on that, and he, I think he was coached by Jericho. He was. Uh, Daniel Bryan's first match on WWE television was a banger against Chris Jericho, who was the world champion at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh so, and, and that led, you know, they go through that season. It's an elimination. American Idol for wrestling, basically, mm-hmm. is what it was. They make them do a bunch of stupid games that doesn't have anything to do with wrestling, but whatever. Uh, and the season, you know, it ends. Wade Barrett is crowned the winner. And then, like, the next week, the Nexus debuts and yeah. causes all holy hell. And it was like the peak of the Nexus. Their first night was the best thing about it, and it just went downhill after that. And it was really just, like... I was all in on on Nexus too. Like I, I for a second, that looked really cool. It was like the cool. Like I was like, I had the T shirt. Like I was like, this is awesome. And the by by SummerSlam, they had pretty much killed it. Well, yeah, they they fed Nexus to to that John Cena, Daniel Bryan, Bret Hart, Edge, Jericho. And Miz team. Well, no, Miz was not. Who was John? I think Morrison was on the team. But yeah, it was yeah. It was. They, yeah, and then 
by Survivor Series, it had, mm-hmm. it had just completely lost any... They did this weird thing where Cena had to join the Nexus, which I was like, oh, this could be... And then it wasn't cool. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, and by, by the end of the year, it was... I mean, they tried... Uh, they tried reinvigorating it by adding CM Punk as the new leader. And then Punk, which we're, I'm, we're going to talk about here... Uh, he dropped the pipe bomb while he was still technically, um, yeah, doing the next. They dropped stuff. that real quick, and then real quick they're like, "Oh, he's not doing that anymore." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the only other thing from 2010 I that's notable to me, uh, Miz won the Money in the Bank that year, and then in I think it was in November of that year, he November or December, yeah, he beat Randy, cashed in on Randy, and won the WWE title. Yeah, and we got that classic photo, the the angry girl. the angry Miz girl. Um, and again, at the time, I was a huge Miz fan, uh, and so I was really excited about him being the champion at that point. Yeah. Um, it was a good little run for him, too, yeah. but it never really elevated him to the level that I thought it should have. Uh, anything else stick out for you as far as 2010 2010 goes? was a, is a pretty crap year. The, yeah. the, the early half of this decade is really rough. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's got, there's hype, um... So in 2011, uh, Triple H officially becomes the CEO of the company behind the scenes. I mean, it wouldn't mean anything till a few years down the road when NXT you know, yeah. really gets going. Uh, that's the year they tried that 40-man Royal Rumble, that Del Which Rio one. awful. Terrible. Um, the Rock made his return well, to so WWE this television. Is what I wanted. He made his return to television, but he was like, this whole... It's something I want to talk about with his whole entire run back. Mm-hmm. Lackluster. Uh, so mm-hmm. underwhelming the, in the entire... It, it ended up being, but that first night, though, like... Yeah, the first night where they had months to, to rehearse everything, it was fine. And then when he had to start showing up every couple of weeks, mm-hmm. if it wasn't a backstage segment, it was kind of crappy. Right. When they put him out in the live ring, he was getting eaten alive mm-hmm. by Cena. Um, yeah. And his whole return overshadowed Miz. It overshadowed Cena, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did this weird, like, three-way feud. Uh, well, because The Rock came back to be the host of WrestleMania 27, is what it was. Um, and so, yeah, they Miz and Cena was the main event of WrestleMania. And, yeah, it kind of... It did kind of... Um, Rock did kind of just loom over the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I remember the one week where... <laughs> Where Miz came out dressed as The Rock, that was I remember that that was pretty good, but yeah, and then it ended in the weird like DQ finish. Yeah, or like whatever. the Miz wins and or he 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 retains the title and it's like your your world championship match at WrestleMania was a, a you know bullshit finish. Mm-hmm. Just that, to set that up, was just to set up a match a, a year, year later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I remember I hated that WrestleMania. I still hate it. I think it's one of the worst. You know, it's one of the five worst of all time, in my opinion. There's not a single match on that card that I like. I know people are going to point to Undertaker and Triple H. No, I didn't. At that not. time, I told I told you at the time, and a lot of people uh, still say it's a great match. I think that match sucks. I agree with you. It's I do terrible. not like, I do not like that Undertaker Triple H match. No. Um, the only matches on that show I really like are. Uh, Ray and Cody, I think, had a, had a good good match. They had a solid match, and um, and Punk and Orton had Punk, like a yeah. solid match. Mm-hmm. But neither one of them are like, I want to go back and watch that. Right, just right. it was a crap show. And then the next night, the next yeah. they they 
kind of made up for it with the official. They're going to fight next year at WrestleMania. Yeah. And then the next week, though, Edge has to retire. Yeah. Um, which was a big, uh, big two in a row for you. Yeah. Punches. Like this is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, so Edge retires because of his neck, his stupid neck, his as Christian stupid would neck. Say. <laughs> um. So then Christian then become gets the chance to wrestle Del Rio for the title, the world title in the ladder match, and he wins his first world title in WWE. I mean, he had been NWA champion in TNA, but that really doesn't count. Uh, so yeah, and then he loses. Tell Billy Corgan that. Eh. <laughs> um, it mean the NWA title means more now than it did. At yeah, that that's point. that's absolutely <laughs> true. Uh, and then he loses it. Well, it's like. In canon, it's like five days later, but really it's like two days later because yeah. you lost it to Orton at the next SmackDown taping. Yep. But then they had a series of matches that, that summer was that really were good. really good. Um, but I, the thing I know you want to talk about, go the ahead. Moment, the moment that that I think changed professional wrestling yeah. For, yeah. to what we're seeing now. You know, CM Punky, he sits down on the stage to air his grievances. Mm-hmm. Well, he had one... He won a number one contender. Yeah, he was a number one contender to face John Cena. Um, but basically, you know, in real life, you, everyone knows the story. He was leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave him a microphone and said, go air your grievances. And he cut maybe the second most important promo in the history of the company. Uh, I mean, he just set the world on fire. What would be first? Austin 316. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, I mean, he, he set the world on fire and gave that company a buzz they hadn't mm-hmm. had. Sent Stone Cold and The Rock were around. He was everywhere. He was on Jim Rome, I remember, yeah, right after that. he was on Rome. He was on Collinsworth. He was... GQ Magazine was doing stuff with him. He was on The Tonight Show. I mean, everything he bitched about in that promo. I'm not on your stupid collector's cups. I'm not on some crappy show on the USA Network. Like, all that came true mm-hmm. after... Except for the ice cream bars. Right. We never got our goddamn ice cream nope. bars. Nope. Um, but that was a different promo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the, the pipe bomb, it just... It broke the fourth wall. It, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. Ooh, we can't say Paul. Like yeah. we take it for granted now. You know, Brock Lesnar, he split just like I'm gonna split. And yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god, oh yeah. my god, he's saying all the stuff we can't. Yeah, and, and that that whole you know the the WWE summer of Punk. Yeah. Um. You know, he just his promos were absolute can't miss mm-hmm. must see TV. Yeah. The problem was. Then he had to be on the show every week, and they completely ruined the entire story at SummerSlam that well, year. Well, before we get there, uh, this all was leading to Money in the Bank 2011, yeah. which was in Chicago, his hometown. Um, the pay-per-view as a whole is a pretty good pay-per-view. It's one of the best, yeah. But that match, that might, like, you could make a strong case that that's the match of the decade. If, uh, it, if it weren't for Omega and Okada in Japan, I that's where I'd be. Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, you'll never see a crowd that hot. Mm-mm. The emotion in the building that night when he wins the belt, that place goes absolutely ballistic. Mm-hmm. They had all that momentum of him actually leaving and not mm-hmm. showing up, and they just, in true WWE fashion, they couldn't. They couldn't wait longer. Like, yeah, they, it lasted like two weeks. Yep. And it was like two or three weeks later, he was back on the show. Yeah. And it was just like, ah. I think it was exactly two weeks because they had the little turn. They had the. The tournament the next night, and then the finals was the week after, which Ray won, and then Ray 
Ray of challenge Cena, yeah. which was really weird. So then Cena beats Ray. Ray holds the title for like three two hours. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, and then they they trot, which at the time like, in the moment it was cool because like that was the debut of of the cult of personality music of him using that. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But then in hindsight, again, they look yeah. like, Because oh. at SummerSlam, he beats Cena, and then Kevin Nash comes out and drops him, and it, yeah. you know, then... Del Rio Then your him. hottest guy in the company is wrestling two men in their mid-40s. Yeah. Like, it, it was, yeah, it, and... Damn it, all the hell. Yeah. It, it ruined everything. I mean, he got the belt back at the Garden at Survivor Series, mm-hmm. which was another big show we'll talk yeah. about here in yeah. a second. Um... But just that that CM Punk moment uh, ignited something in wrestling mm-hmm. because everything he talked about about you know guys not getting the opportunity that deserve opportunities mm-hmm. and and the company uh, you know preferring guys like Cena and Hogan and these big burly ass kissers. You look at the guys that are kind of near the top now; they're not the big you know. No. In the past, a guy like Keith Lee would probably already be a monster on the main mm-hmm. roster. Uh, Roman Reigns still wouldn't lose. Mm-hmm. matches um but no now we've got seth rollins mm-hmm. and aj styles and a guy like kevin owens is getting has had big runs and yeah i i think a lot of that goes to punk yeah oh for sure definitely um well you mentioned survivor series where punk gets the belt back starts his historic reign with the belt um, how many days was that 434 days okay just making sure oh I, that number is ingrained like it's ingrained in your memory yeah. like it's ninety three thousand one hundred seventy three. Yeah, yeah right? exactly um also at that pay-per-view the rock me made his in-ring return yeah uh him and cena teamed up against the miz and our truth of all people uh this is the equivalent of like alabama playing florida atlantic <laughs> in the first week of the college football season <laughs> yeah yeah it was uh, but then, like, towards the tail end of the year, Daniel Bryan wins his first world title. Uh, he cashed in money in the, his money in the bank. And Zack Ryder was a thing at the end of 2011. Well, you look, there's that infamous photo that Punk had them take at the end of TLC 2011. Yeah. It's him and Bryan as world champ. Yep. Cody's the IC, IC champion. champion. Zack Ryder's the, the United yep. States type champion. And then your tag champs are Kofi and Evan Bourne. Mm-hmm. And Beth Phoenix was the women's champion. Yeah. It was like the changing of the guard. And yeah. now you look at that photo, mm-hmm. one of those guys, or two of those guys are still, like, actively parts of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a difference nine years makes, yep. you know? So. Or eight years. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I had for 2011. Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, I'm sure there's lots of little things we could, yeah. we could pick up on, but no, there was... This was about the time the rumors of, uh, um, no, it's the next year, I'm sorry, where Brock's big return is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so as we get... Tw- oh, you know what? One thing we did miss uh, in 2010, that's when uh, Batista first retired. No, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yep. I believe that was in Toledo, too. It might have been, cause because the pay-per-view the, was the, the night d- before in Detroit. Detroit. So yeah. I'm pretty sure that was in t- Raw in Toledo. Toledo or Grand Rapids would yeah. be my, my guess. Um, so as we begin 2012... Uh, we get light up jacket Jericho. Yeah. Um, he should have won the Royal Rumble that year, but instead they had shame. I mean, we still got to where we wanted yeah. to go to, but I, I yeah, Seamus. 
<laughs> yeah, there's one glaring omission from Jericho's WWE resume, and it's, he never won the Royal Rumble. Right. Or, and or money, like, I would have said... I don't for... think the money in the bank is that big of a deal, because... Hey, he created the match. He did create the match, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I don't know. Right. Um, but that, I mean, we got Punk and Jericho, uh, WrestleMania, and then the pay-per-view after. Uh, we were at the Raw where, where Jericho had, had made Punk take the field sobriety test. Yep. Because <laughs> the whole thing was like, your father was a drinker and you're going to be a drinker too. And Edge made a special return. Yeah. Or no. Yeah, no, it was Edge. Because I'm getting ahead of myself. Because um, at that WrestleMania as well, that's when Brian got squashed mm-hmm. by Sheamus. But that's the that's the start of the Yes Movement. I, I so yeah, I, I was right. This is that that end of 2011 is about the times where the the Brock Lesnar rumors start. Mm-hmm. People are yeah yeah mm-hmm. like oh he's he's interested in coming back. He can't do UFC. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, but it, as bad as WrestleMania 27 is, I I wouldn't say WrestleMania 28 is like top five, but it's 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 top ten probably. It's pushing top five for me. You've got um, three main event matches on that. Show. You got Rock Cena. You've got um, the Punk Jericho match, and then you've got the Hell in a Cell match with Taker and Triple H, mm-hmm. which, unlike the WrestleMania 27 match, was awesome. Yeah. Um. So, and then yeah, the night after WrestleMania is when Brock returns. Brock uh, and kicks off a decade of him kind of dominating the main event scene every yeah. year at WrestleMania time. Pretty much, pretty much. Also, Lord Tensai debuts on that episode of Raw. Raw. Uh. <laughs> that didn't last long. People were like chanting Albert at him and like immediately, immediately. But this is also the night, so he didn't appear on the show live. But after the show, Daniel Bryan comes out, and it's where the. Um, the yes movement kind of really has its initial like push. Mm-hmm. Fans were so upset with the way he got well, squashed. It was all through, throughout the entire episode, they were chanting like, his name. Uh, like even like Cena had to address it yeah. in his promo at the end of the night. Um, like because he even looks at the cameras like you owe me one, Daniel, or something like that. Um, but yeah, I mean it was crazy. Um, how how they just. Got behind him. Yeah. No like, one like... Yeah, I think I think fans in general saw what happened to him and were like, that that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe it didn't happen with Kofi this year. Right. With the Brock things, but... Right. Um, so that summer we had Raw 1000. Um, that's where Rock, again, was like, I'm, you know... That next WrestleMania, at this coming WrestleMania, I want to, you know, I want a title shot. No, it's the Royal Rumble. Or no, you're He's, right. You're he right. said at next year's Royal Rumble in my hometown. That's right. That's right. Um, and then Punk turns heel that night. Yep. Um, which sets off like the second half of his reign, which was the best half of his reign, with him and Heyman together. Um, meh. Ah, I don't prefer this because. Punk at that time didn't need a mouthpiece. And I know Punk and Heyman worked well together. Punk didn't need the mouthpiece. This is also about the time where he has to dick around with Ryback quite a bit. Which also lead Like, mm-hmm. this is right around the time where all the problems start with Punk. Yeah. That lead to his ultimate decision Departure. to leave. Yeah. And it starts with, he didn't want to turn heel. 
He was making more money than anybody in the company on merchandise. Yeah. He was outselling Cena, which no one had done before or since, from what I understand, until mm-hmm. Cena walked away. Vince asked him to do it, begged him to do it, said, I'm either turning you or Daniel Bryan heel to face The Rock at Royal Rumble. Punk wanted the chance to face Dwayne. Mm-hmm. So he went along with it, but then this also puts him down a path of facing Ryback. Ryback hurts him a bunch. Right. Um, 20, uh, so a few people, you mentioned Ryback. He got a, a monster push in 2012. Um, AJ Lee was all over the product mm-hmm. in 2012. Um, not so much as a wrestler. It was more... Personality. As a manager. She was GM for a while. Mm-hmm. She was like dating half the roster on, on screen. Um and then in November, the Shield debuted, mm-hmm. and again, like this was when I was like one of those things. There's, it seems like every year there's one, one or two things. Maybe not every year, but it's like that was awesome. And then it like in the midst of all the rest of the crap, <laughs> there's like you, one thing where you're like, that was great. Why didn't you do more of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and like. I mean, even though Ambrose slash Moxley is, is not in the... Like, they're still three of the biggest stars in the business right oh, now. Oh, yeah. It, if um, I don't know if you have this planned or not, but I, if we if you get into the discussion about the wrestler of the decade, mm-hmm. two of the three members of the Shield are... You can make the case for two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, were, they have been that important to the product. Yeah, mm-hmm. And for that year and a half, two years that the Shield was a thing, man, they were awesome. Yeah, they were. They, I mean, just initially the get up and everything was something new. They was these were young guys that if you didn't pay attention to indie wrestling, you got to remember NXT is not a thing at this point. No, WWE is not involved with indie feds. They're not involved with, um, you know, uh, promoting guys that aren't on their mm-hmm. Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I knew Seth Rollins from Tyler Black and Ring of Honor. I knew John Moxley because I had seen some CZW stuff with him, but I didn't know a ton about him. Mm-hmm. I, I and nobody, I don't think anybody really know who no. knew who Roman was. If you were watching FCW, mm-hmm. if you were bit torrenting that, mm-hmm. remember bit torrent was a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, you you might know who he was, but yeah. he wasn't like this hot prospect that. Um, yeah, all the the smart marks were all over, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And you know they come up with that look and everything. Like this is really fresh. And then they did uh, two or three months. We're getting into 2014, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, you know they did the thing where they showed up in London on the helicopter. Yeah. To face Undertaker and Kane and Daniel Bryan yeah. and that whole scene, you're just like, holy shit! Oh, this is yeah, they cool. took out Taker. Yep. Like you, nobody was safe. Yeah. That music hit. And they got around the ring, you're done. Mm-hmm. And then every time they were put in a six-man tag, the match was the best match on the mm-hmm. card. They were absolute bangers. Um, that their first, I think it's their, yeah, their first pay-per-view TLC match, match. The TLC match with them against Team Hell No, which we got to go back and talk about. Uh, Team Hell No and Ryback was an awesome match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Team Hell No in the summer of 2012, like from the... Summer of 2012, like, through the beginning part of 2013, mm-hmm. was one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, I loved the um, the anger management skits with Dr. Shelby. They were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they like, it was just I, the whole I'm the tag team champions thing. It was just perfect. The dynamic was great. It yeah. was great. Um, 
couple quick notes from the TNA side of things just because I found it funny. Uh, Ace is in the 8th debut in 2012. Oh my god. And uh, 20, end of 2012 is also the AJ Styles Claire Lynch. Oh my god, shut up. <laughs> uh, Which is kind of the perfect lead into 2013. 2013. Go ahead. Uh, so we start out with CM Punk versus The Rock at the Royal Rumble. Oh, God, I'm going to be sick. And the Rock ends the 430. Yeah, the part-timer comes back. Never... I can watch my language. You know, he's wrestled two matches in the last decade. And he comes in and he beats CM Punk, who's on this epic run. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we promised everyone once in a lifetime at 28, but we got to lie to the public and get number mm-hmm. two out there. Um... I just remember this is ooh, this was where I was really in one of my I'm done after this WrestleMania modes mm-hmm. and I checked out again for a couple months. They just I understand the WrestleMania main event is supposed to be your biggest stars. Um, that that Royal Rumble had no intrigue to me. It was pretty clear Cena mm-hmm. was going to win the Rumble, yeah. So he could get a shot at Rock. Rock was going to win mm-hmm. the belt from Punk, and yeah. I mean, they even got the Shield involved because mm-hmm. they did that thing where they teased is the Shield Punk's crew or right, not. Right, right, Which could have been super cool if they did it right. Yeah. Kind of like what you're seeing now with Rollins it's and AOP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, good old Dwayne got the belt. Mm-hmm. Then they squashed Punk again the next month. Right. They couldn't get Punk in the main event, which again leads to him mm-hmm. hating everything. Right. Uh <clears throat> So yeah, so we get Rock Cena 2 for the belt, which is a terrible match because Rock gets hurt like five minutes into the match. Um, But we also get Punk's last WrestleMania match to date and Undertaker's last good WrestleMania match. Mm. No, he had a good one a couple... The one with Bray Wyatt was pretty decent. Uh, It was okay. It was decent. The Hell in the Cell with Shane was all right. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, but I would say this is probably Taker's last great match. Okay. Yeah. For sure. Um, and they also have Jericho job out to Fandango. Yes. That year at WrestleMania. Yep. The New Age Outlaws are on this show. They no. Just... No. That's the year after. Oh, they are at 30. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but the night after, this is the era where the night after WrestleMania really becomes a thing. Uh, the year before with Brock returning. Then this year, Dolph cashes in Money in the Bank and wins the world title. Which, again, I was like, yes! Uh, and then Jack Swagger kicked him in the head. Who? Uh, or, sorry, Jake Hager. Oh, okay. Uh, kicked him in the head, uh, gave him a concussion, and that derailed that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he's never recovered. Yeah, he's never... Be- he was never as popular after that. No. Uh, this is also kind of... Um... This is at that time where you mentioned, like, Jericho jobbed out to Fandango. Like, Jericho's starting to realize he's got to reinvent himself again and come up with something new. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's tinkering around the mid-card and, and not being used, which is going to lead to yeah. future problems. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a lot going on this year. Uh, Total Divas debuts. I don't care. Uh, Actually, I like that show, but it's not important. To, right. To... Um. The Wyatt family debuts, and then at the end of the year, uh, they unify their world titles again. 
And the best part about that was? The go-home show where they have all the world champions in the ring and everyone can't stop chanting for Daniel Bryan because they're in Seattle. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you know what the second best part about that was? What? That was the, uh, I wrote my Yahoo article when I was working for Yahoo. Oh, yeah. I wrote about how crappy they handled this whole thing and they put it on the front page of Yahoo and mm-hmm. like... Uh, I got like a million and a half page views on that and a pretty nice check for yeah. it. So that, as much as I hate 2013, that match is always going to be important to me because I use that check to buy the equipment that Holly launched her business with. Awesome. So that match, me yeah. hating on professional wrestling, essentially lost launched our family business. So thank you, Vince McMahon, for being a shit booker. <laughs> See, you give him all this shit, and here <laughs> here he did you a massive favor. Yeah. Uh, 2014, there's a lot going on this, this year. Is a, this is a banger of a year. So, Batista returns. Ultimate Warrior comes back to the company. Well, okay, okay. Well, no, no, we'll just, let's just throw it out there. But the, there's a whole, like, Batista returns, and initially it's like, yay, Batista's back! Yeah. And then it's clear that they're going to have Batista win the Royal Rumble, and everyone's like, boo! Daniel <laughs> Bryan's the man! Like, they, they, yeah, I didn't even mention that in 20, like, 2013, the last half is the whole B-plus player Daniel Bryan thing. Yeah, you know what? We did skip 2013. Let's let's go back a okay. bit. As crappy as that year is, SummerSlam that year is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Punk and Lesnar. Punk and Lesnar. Um, Brian wins the title from Cena. A, like those, I watched those two matches back to back a couple months ago. I don't know which one's better. Right, they're both fantastic yeah. matches. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, especially then, when you realize, like, when you think that like Cena's wrestling with a bum elbow. Yeah, <laughs> like he should be in a hospital bed at that right. moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then, you know, after the match, Triple H pedigrees Brian. Orton cashes in money in the bank. We're on the roll with Daniel Bryan versus the Authority. Um, you're a B-plus player. All that nonsense. Um, Punk was involved in this, too. He yeah. was, it was it was basically him and Brian right, they had a versus little, the Authority. The best in the beard or something like that. Yeah, and, the, and but they were like... <laughs> They were fighting the authority, but, like, the Shield and the Wyatts were doing mm-hmm. the dirty work for the authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, every week or two, you're like, oh, it's a three-on-two handicap match. Brian and Punk versus the Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, <laughs> not right. a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, I'll But this is, this is also right in the heart of Punk hates everything and mm-hmm. he's going to quit. Yeah. So, this is like you're wrapping up his, yeah. his run. Yeah. But, yeah, now we go into 2014. So, Batista wins the Royal Rumble. Uh, everyone hates it. They boo Rey Mysterio out of the building because he was number 30 and everyone, and wanted, everyone wanted Daniel Bryan. Um, Punk walks out. The next night, Punk walks out. Mm-hmm. And then the night after that, we're at SmackDown, unaware to the situation that Punk has walked out of the company. You are super salty. I'll let you take it from yeah, me. Yeah, that son of a bitch owes me like 70 bucks. I bought a ticket to see CM Punk, and then he wasn't there. Yeah. And they didn't even announce ahead of time, hey, so-and-so's not here. Right. She get your money back. Right. Right. But Which uh, is a theme with that company, apparently, because they fucked me two months ago, too. Excuse my language. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but we get, that's but that's also the episode where they're starting to set up the Shield versus the Wyatt family. Yeah. Uh, which was really good stuff. Um, the network debuts. Yeah. That February. Like, it was like the day after. Well, so, 
I, I, I mentioned it, but this is also in January of that year, they announced the Ultimate Warrior. Right, right. was back with, like, mm-hmm. he had signed in a, a Legends deal. Like, he was a pre-order he, for the video right. game a an, few months before. He was announced as, and it, it kind of was a pattern. Yeah. We would see. He got announced for the video game the year before, um, that, you know, that preceding fall. And then, yeah, they, they announced, they're like, uh... Hulk Hogan's the host of WrestleMania. And the he, Ultimate Warrior's going into the Hall of Fame. Because he had been in TNA. Yep. Hogan had been. They're like, Hogan's the host of WrestleMania, and we're putting Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man Randy Savage in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Did Savage go in that year? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Oh, you, God, man. There was so much that happened. Going back to the, the year before, Bruno came back to the mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Which... Another never say never moment. Yeah, but yeah, they it was like Hogan and and Warrior were gonna be near each other for the yeah. first time, and mm-hmm. uh, and if you don't know that story, woo, give yeah. yourself an hour and a half and go watch the Ultimate Warrior videos where he talked about Hulk Hogan being yeah. on drugs and whoring around. Right. Uh, so the network debuts, um, and its first live thing is the first NXT. I think it was NXT Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. Um, and that was. Uh, I think for a lot of people, I know you had been, you had kind of been, because it was on like Hulu or something, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. So you had been keeping tabs oh, on absolutely. It, on NXT. Um, but this is like when it when it first, this is the dawn of the NXT that the, we know today. Yeah. And, and this, to me, this is one of the three most important stories of the entire decade. Mm-hmm. The, the, the foundation of NXT is mm-hmm. in this era. Yeah. They had their first show. This is also where, um, their women's division is picking up. Like this is where mm-hmm. where kind of the hardcore wrestling fan had an outlet mm-hmm. to see things that they weren't seeing. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, I got. Excuse me. Um, I mean, I I remember there was a series where uh, Cesaro and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It's like every two or three weeks we're wrestling, and Cesaro was already up on the main roster, but he was mm-hmm. coming back down to NXT. Yeah. And they were having these killer matches, mm-hmm. and then this is the show. I'm pretty sure Kevin Owens. Um. No, he doesn't debut till later. He hasn't. Oh no, that's right. Point. That's right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm confusing the next year. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, like it's like Tyson Kidd and mm-hmm. Bo Dallas. Isn't it Bo Dallas and and Neville in a ladder match? I think Isn't it's that... this one or the next one. Yeah. There's like a four way because when it started, uh, the whole thing was Tyson Kidd was trying to get his uh, mm-hmm. his big break, but we're getting too deep into the right, 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 right. weeds on it. But just NXT starting here mm-hmm. is. Um, the catalyst for right. the explosion that that's happened yeah. over the last five years. Um, so then at WrestleMania, you get the Yes Movement. You know, it, it, it has its crowning moment uh, where Danny Bryan beats Triple H in the first match, which I think is an underrated match, and then is. Uh, and then goes on and beats the rest of Evolution uh, in the main event for the to the world title, the unified world mm-hmm. title. Um, which is like one of the is a top five WrestleMania moment. I I don't know because I <laughs> what happened earlier on the card was uh, actually there were two moments on that card that mm-hmm. that you could make the argument were bigger than this. The opening, the opening with mm-hmm. Hogan, Rock, and Austin is yeah. oh you and I watched it yeah. live. It was yeah. like holy shit. Yeah. How does this get like that right there is the whole night yeah. that mo that half an hour made the whole night mm-hmm. the whole Hogan even screwing up the name of the building yeah it actually adds mm-hmm. to the feeling because 
he he goes out there. He just he gets the name of the the building they're in wrong. Yeah. He should get booed out of the building. But everyone's like, Hogan and Austin are in the ring together. Who gives a shit? And yeah. then Rock comes out, and you're like, Oh my god, my head. Yeah. And then like three hours later, they ruined it all for us. <laughs> Because they had Brock beat The Undertaker. Right, yeah, yeah. So, like, the streak ends. Those three moments, mm-hmm. how do you pick which one's the best out of them? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because uh, that moment when Brock beats Undertaker, you didn't, there was no way. Yeah. There was no way he was winning that we, match. We we thought that it was, a ma- like, something got messed up. Yeah. We thought it was a mistake. Yeah. Flat out. And then they put 21 and 1 up there, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it wasn't. So yeah, uh, yeah, the streak ends. A uh, warrior gets inducted to the Hall of Fame, and then like comes out on Raw and makes this like moving speech on Raw, and then this like cocaine-induced speech, <laughs> and, then, and then his heart explodes yeah. when he gets off a plane in Phoenix the next day. Yeah, yeah, I remember you texted me at like it was like early in the morning. Like hey, you're like hey, uh, warrior died. I'm like yeah. no, no, he didn't. I'm like <laughs> Triple H just tweeted it like. Uh, yeah. Um, and then at post WrestleMania, uh, uh, we get two banger matches between Evolution and the Shield. Right. Um, that was awesome. Uh, and then the Shield break up. Like Seth Rollins turns. You know. Seth Rollins turns, and it's a meme that gets still gets used today. Whenever like. Uh, a, a player on a, on a, any kind of sports team like leaves and free yeah when Kevin Durant left they, yeah. they did the clay yeah. he hits clay and uh, Steph with yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and Batista retires again at yeah. this moment because yep. he his, he really only came back to push uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy or the WWE brought him back to push Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy yeah um, you know he well got, and he was he was gonna, wasn't he gonna win the title? He was supposed to win the title, but he's even said in interviews after he got there and saw the reaction Daniel was getting, he's like, "Why are we doing? Like, yeah. why do you want me to be a good guy? They clearly don't like me like they like him. Mm-hmm. Let him be the guy." Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, the uh, Sting finally, after all these years, a little too little, too late. Makes his uh, WWE debut at Survivor Series that year. Yep. Uh, well, we also have to talk, what, three, four weeks after he wins the titles, Brian gets oh, yeah. a concussion yeah, we, yeah. and has mm-hmm. to relinquish the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, this isn't the concussion. This no. is the neck. Yeah, the neck injury. Yeah. Uh, and has to relinquish. It sounds like, oh, he's only going to miss a couple months, but he's got to give the belts out, and then it slowly becomes... Oh, he's going to miss six months, and then it's like, oh, he's going to miss nine months. Mm-hmm. And he finally comes back. I don't know if it was the end of this he year. He announced it. The, yeah, he made the announcement, like, at the very tail end of 2014. Right, he and then he's he's going to be at... Or he's, he's announced he was going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Um, which, we'll get to that shit show. Um, also in 2014, the New Day is formed. Um, don't give me that look. Um, they are... Uh, with after listening to like their first few episodes of their podcast, there's no doubt in my like they are like they have cemented themselves as one of my top five acts ever in wrestling. <laughs> Jesus, like they're phenomenal. Like they're they're not that good. Whatever, <laughs> they're good. They're not that good. They're fantastic. Okay, love those guys. But elsewhere, uh, 
2014, we see the the rise in popularity in America of New Japan uh, because of the Bullet Club. Too sweet. Um, it was formed the year before, mm-hmm. but it didn't really hear. It didn't. I don't think it really. At least I didn't notice it until AJ went over there. Uh, and, and you know, because yeah. Bal- Balor's or Devitt signed with WWE. Yeah. Um, oh, that was the other thing. Uh, they signed uh, Prince Devitt, Finn Balor, Kenta, which is Hideo Itami, and Kevin Owens mm-hmm. all signed at the same, basically the same yeah. time this year. Yeah. Um, and we were at Kevin Steen's last Ring of Honor. We, we were. We were. Um, but I, I think a- AJ. Uh, going over there when when AJ got over there and then the Bucks mm-hmm. started their rise on the Indies in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and they were doing the Bullet Club thing. That's when it really and I think that was the, that was the first year of the New Japan Ring of Honor partnership too. It well, it might have been yeah, it was because Ring of Honor had been doing stuff with Dragon Gate for a yeah. long time before that and Noah. So, and that's and that really that's where like I I discovered Ring of Honor was on the local. TV station at like three o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. After years of me trying to get you to check them out, yep. When I started to be like, man, this isn't very good anymore. You're like, I'll start watching Ring of Honor. Yeah. This greasy guy named Adam Cole seems interesting. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean that was I mean that was a big thing. Um. Because it leads to in 2015, Wrestle Kingdom available on American pay per view. Yep. For the first time. Yeah. With the help of Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> well, whatever. Um, but then we, yeah, well, then we get into uh, Roman Reigns wins the Royal Rumble and proceeds. It's so bad that The Rock gets booed out of Philadelphia. Yeah. Me, the Rock. Well, and this is, this, so for context, you have to remember, this is coming off the heels of uh, LOL Cena wins, right? Mm-hmm. For the first half of this decade, a lot of like a lot of big matches, Cena always seemed to come out mm-hmm. on top, and people were sick of seeing that. And then when the Shield breaks up, they just push Roman yeah. so hard, so fast. People were like, "No, it's not the time." Yeah, and they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, it was clear the crowd wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah, they still wanted Daniel to get his mm-hmm. his chance, and they they felt cheated because he got injured right. Yeah. like I mean, he was injured before. Like he probably shouldn't have even wrestled at WrestleMania probably the previous not. year. But regardless, like the fans felt cheated out of that run. Yeah, I I think going to back to your earlier point about why you don't think the back the the uproar has been so uh, so strong. F- for Kofi losing the way he did the, br- I, I think it's because we got a good six month reign out of it. Um, maybe like, I mean, that's the only, that's the only thing I can think of, but anyways. Um, so yeah, like it, th- he announces, he's going to, Brian announces he's going to be in the Royal rumble and everyone, Oh, well Brian, but no, they wanted Roman. And they even knocked Brian out like halfway yeah. through the run. He was like night. number eight. He came in at like number and eight. And he was gone by like 14. Yeah. It was just like, oh, these and sons from, of bitches. And from the moment he got knocked out, that crowd did not, like, they booed everyone who came out. It didn't matter who it was. Um, and then, yeah, like the, the ending, they just crapped all over it. Kind of going back a second. 
because we did jump into 2015. Uh, the end of 2014, November of 2014, is also when Punk goes on the Art of Wrestling well, podcast right, with right. Colt Cabana yeah. and does a two-part episode mm-hmm. where basically he exposes everything that goes wrong and that that went wrong in his time yep. leaving, and mm-hmm. you find out all these things that he um, pushed for the company or pushed for his character and these ideas. And they, like, everything you hear in the, the dirt sheets, you're like, it can't be that true. Mm-hmm. You kind of found out, like, he's saying, no, it's true. Mm-hmm. And, um, man, he just kind of, he, he dropped another, quote, pipe bomb on yeah. the company at that point. Yeah. It also leads to the company funding a bullshit lawsuit against him, and it ruins his friendship with Colt Cabana, and mm-hmm. costs him millions of dollars. And, right. <sighs> brutal. Yep. But we also, in that podcast, we find out Brian wasn't even supposed to be in the title match at WrestleMania oh, no. that year. No. He was supposed to wrestle Sheamus again. Mm-hmm. And Punk quitting yeah. meant Triple H didn't have an opponent anymore. And once Triple H doesn't have something to do, well, by golly, we got to get him involved. Mm-hmm. And that's what led to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So you also have to understand at this time, there's this undercurrent. Punk also in those interviews talks about how, but you got to keep Roman strong mm-hmm. and how they were so big on Roman. So all these and smart then, fans. Now that you mentioned that, I think that's when, because because if you go back that year, that year, that twenty fourteen Rumble, he was, he was. I mean, I think all the guys were even. I, I, I to a certain point, like mm-hmm. I think each guy had their own section of the, in the fan shield base. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. In the shield, each each guy had its own section of the audience yep. that they were their favorite. Um, and even after the split, I mean, I don't think they didn't, you know, they didn't turn on Roman. But after that podcast is when that really started. I think it was pretty. It was probably pretty close. I think if Roman doesn't win the Rumble, there, it's not nearly as bad. No, no. But you've got all this, like all the smart fans, and Philly is a smart crowd. All the uh, <laughs> all the smart fans are mad already that Brian isn't getting the run mm-hmm. because they knocked him out already, and then Roman gets it, and it's like got to keep Roman strong. It mm-hmm. all just kind of feeds into this, like right. Uh, we're not happy with this. Right. And and even when he's not in the company, Punk was affecting things yeah. in, inside of it. But mm. back to 2015. Um, so he Roman wins the Royal Rumble. Um, but that on that same night, we get that classic triple threat match between uh, Lesnar, Cena, and Rollins. Yeah. Um, which, and then the next night is they had that blizzard. So they had to reshow that match and the Rumble mm-hmm. on Raw. Because they couldn't get to the town, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then that leads to WrestleMania, which WrestleMania 31 is a pretty darn good WrestleMania. Um, because you got... Um, it's got moments. It, it has does. a lot of moments mm-hmm. on that show. I don't think it has a lot of good matches. It has a lot of moments. It does. Um, you've got the Sting-Triple H match with the DX-NWO face-off, which was... Was pretty cool. That's that's the match to me. The match itself sucks, right? But when you get all the DX and NWO guys fiddle mm-hmm. around, yeah, it was really, yeah, really good stuff. Um, and then Ronda's first appearance on WWE TV, that segment with with her and Rock and Triple H and Stephanie, well, which is a total surprise because Rock wasn't Rock hosted SNL the night before. Mm-hmm. In New York, mm-hmm. and so you're like, there's no way he's flying mm-hmm. all the way across country for Mania. Mm-hmm. 
sure enough, he showed up. Yeah. And, yeah, they get Rhonda involved, and it's like, oh, man, that was really yeah. cool. Yeah. I wonder if Rhonda would ever consider doing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, You've also got, um, uh, earlier in the night, Seth Rollins gets hit with the greatest RKO ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusev in the tank. Yes. Coming out to face Cena. Which, as we found out, he wanted to have sex with Lana on. I mean, <laughs> you got a tank, you're married to Lana. Right, right. Um, I'm not, I don't blame the guy. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, and then, uh, well, for, uh, Brian wins the IC title in the latter That's match. That's true, yeah. Uh, but then it's capped, the end of the night, it's capped off with yeah. the great, the heist of the century. The greatest ca- money in the bank cash in. It has to be. Maybe. Yeah, you can make the argument. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Edges was pretty special. Because I, I, it, it was so, the, like, you didn't understand. The concept. Yeah, they it was mm-hmm. the first one. You didn't know that they were going to do yeah. it like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree. You can make that argument. But, yeah, he, he comes in and briefly uh, quiets our fears. Because Roman didn't get the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rollins goes on this run. At some point during that year, he's holding both the WWE and the U.S. title. Because he's feuding with John Cena. Yep. Uh, Kevin Breaks break Cena's nose in the mm-hmm. process. Meanwhile, the four horsewomen are killing it on NXT. Uh, great match after great match on all these TakeOver specials. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Owens, who's the NXT champion, debuts on Raw. I remember calling you like... You have to turn because you were kind of not watching at the like, I'm like you have to turn on Raw right now. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like what? <laughs> and then you're like, oh my god! <laughs> I was watching NXT every week, but yeah. I wasn't watching. Yeah. You so this whole like, oh Matt just complains about WWE, but really he he just he watches every. No, I I take breaks from this stuff quite a bit. He does because it like when it gets to a point where it's so bad, I I just check mm-hmm. out. I'll tell you this. Not to get too far off topic, I saw some clips of what's going on with AOP and Rollins and Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. You give me that trio facing off with Joe and Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. I might turn into Raw in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then we get TakeOver Brooklyn, <clears throat> which is the first large-scale TakeOver. Um, the best women's match uh, maybe ever, but definitely of the decade. It's my favorite match of the decade. Yeah. It's not the best. It's my favorite match of the decade. Becky, or I'm sorry, Sasha Banks and Bailey. It, it, I just I love that match because mm-hmm. it's it was so so surprising. They'd been having good matches. That was a classic. Mm-hmm. That was Sasha Banks doing the best heel work I had seen in the company in years. Mm-hmm. Took it away from her because that's what they do in that stupid company. Uh she was fantastic. Bailey was such a great baby face, mm-hmm. like a pure-hearted baby face. It doesn't ever get over now. And they just they went out and they had an absolute classic. And that wasn't even the main event of the show. Mm-mm. The main event was Balor and Owens in a ladder, ladder match. match. And going in, you're like, that's gonna be fantastic. They couldn't follow it. They mm-hmm. could not follow that women's match. Liger was on that show too. Well, he did, he was. He wrestled Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's fantastic. And then the next month, Bailey and Sasha have the, the Iron Woman match, mm-hmm. which is uh, great until the, the last minutes of the actual show where 
They everyone comes out and gives mm-hmm. the women flowers. Sasha's ruins her heel persona by crying so much. Mm-hmm. The way she healed on uh, Izzy though. Oh, this is one of my fantastic. favorite spots ever. Yeah, the little nine-year-old girl loves yeah. Bailey. She rips her bow off her hair and makes her cry. And then when everyone starts booing her, Sasha rips the bow and throws it at the kid. That's mm-hmm. freaking amazing. Yep. Uh, so then uh, Sting gets injured in September in the Seth Rollins match. Uh, I don't know if you've watched that special on the I haven't network. yet. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and then... As a, I don't know if it's karma, but then like two months later, Seth blows his knee out and has to. Really yeah, this push was the in the title. run where Seth was apparently hurting a lot of people, and yeah. Bret Hart was taking shots and at Bret him. Bret Hart was pissed. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's all I got for 2015. Uh, over in Japan, this is uh, Tanahashi and Okada are right in the middle of their mm-hmm. their epic feud, and this is where I really started to mm-hmm. really pay attention to everything New Japan was doing. Speaking of, as we kick off 2016, again, this will be etched in my memory. I'm over at your house. We were watching Russell Kingdom, which was, you know, a couple days old. Um, and I'm on my phone, and I'm like, holy shit, Matt, guess what? And I think we were, like, in the middle of the AJ Nakamura match, if I'm not mistaken. I, I could be wrong about that, but I know we were watching Russell Kingdom, I'm like... Um, AJ Styles and Nakamura are signing with WWE. Mm-hmm. And it turned them and Gallows and Anderson all signed with WWE. Um, talk about things you never thought was going to happen. Yeah. AJ Styles to, at that point was my favorite wrestler that was never in WWE. Um, and I just, I'm like, he's just not, he's just not, it's not that man, meant to be. Yeah. Um, and then it happened. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, I didn't, what do I do with my hands? Yeah. I'm like Ricky Bobby. Yep. Um, and because of that, the next night, the Elite is born. Because uh, they got to kick the AJ out they of the bullet get out of the, Yeah, and this was, Kenny was on his rise. I think he, mm-hmm. who did he wrestle for the uh, the junior the junior belt at, at uh, Wrestle at, Kingdom? Yeah. God. Um, was it Kushida? I don't no. think it was Kushida. Anyways, um, that the Wrestle Kingdom that year is loaded mm-hmm. though. You've got Okada and, and uh, Tanahashi, AJ versus Nakamura. Mm-hmm. That was the first of those like four ways where it's like the Young Bucks and Red Dragon and mm-hmm. uh, Rapongi Vice, mm-hmm. and, and it, I think it might have been like Alex Kozlov and Rocky Romero or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and they were having great matches. Uh, God, that 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 card is so loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then, um, in February, we were present at the moment I. Probably marked out the most, probably because I was there. Like, Shane McMahon returns to the company. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'll let you tell the story from your perspective. Yeah, so we're sitting there. I mean, we, I I don't think we bought tickets until, like. The week before? The week, yeah, it might have been, like, two days before. We're like, it's the road to WrestleMania. It was, like, it was the the Raw, I think the Fastlane pay-per-view was the night before. Yeah, but we were just like, ah, all right, let's go. Yeah. 
And we got, I mean, crappy upper bowl twenty dollar mm-hmm. seats at the Joe. Almost like almost behind the entrance. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like really bad seats. Um, and we're sitting there, and Vince comes out to do his, or Shane comes out to do the the. Well, it was Stephanie. Stephanie. It yeah, was like, not Shane. I it was like Stephanie. some some made up award. It was the were... Vincent K McMahon or the Vincent J McMahon. Legacy Award, yeah, and Stephanie calls out Vince, and yeah. you're just like, um, oh, you know, we're all bullshit, yeah. And we're standing there, and then you hear the, here, here comes, comes the money. money, ching ching, here we go, and the entire place was like, oh, oh my god, like no way, no way, he's not really here. And then he walks out, and he's doing his little thing, and the I look over, Max shuffle, and I look over you. I mean, everyone's going nuts, but I look over at you. I look over at you, and you are like one of those kids you see on YouTube uh, who got their Nintendo Switch for Christmas like they wanted, mm-hmm. and you're jumping up and down. You're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Right. Well, you got to put it in co- like context, though. Like, he hadn't been around in, like, years. years. Um, Six or seven years at that point. And, like, he was always, like, I, l- I loved Shane when he was on TV. Uh, they ruined him in this last run that he was on. But, uh, at the time, like, yeah. it was, like, the biggest, like... Holy shit. Because, <laughs> again, like, I hadn't heard a word. No, no, they had... It was, like, I've... in the Since it's happened, I've read someone had leaked it, like, literally 45 minutes... Okay. ...before it happened mm-hmm. on Reddit. So, like, there's no way it was going to get out into the actual, like, news. Um, but, I mean, he's out there in the crowd the whole time. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Holy, welcome back! What well, like Shane O'Mac? Just, Vince accidentally drops an f bomb. Yeah, like it just it it's crazy. Yeah, and the clip is online now, but it, at the time you didn't see it because it wasn't on TV. He came back out afterwards and he thanked us yeah. for the like the moment of holy, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so impressive. Yeah, yeah. It was it, is like one of the top two or three like li- think like live moments. I've I've been. At. I can't figure out if it's the loudest pop I've ever heard between that or when I was in the arena when Austin drove the Zamboni right. into the ring. Like those right. two moments are etched in my mind of just like chaos and noise and fantastic, mm-hmm. you know, sports entertainment. Um, on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, Brian, Dan and Brian has to retire. Yeah. Uh, that around that same time, mm-hmm. um, which sucked. Um, yeah, real bad. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a kick in the dick, as they say. <laughs> Man, a lot of your favorite wrestlers retired in this decade. <laughs> they did. They did. <laughs> Losing them left and right. Um, then they try the, uh, part two of, uh, sh- strapping the rocket to Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, they put the belt on Triple H at the Rumble. Uh, where AJ makes his debut. debut. Um, and then Roman then beats Triple H at WrestleMania. And nobody and likes it. No one, yeah, it's terrible. It's that's awful. that's another, to me, that's a crap WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There's not a match on that card that that I think, oh, I, you know, I'm going to go back and watch that. The, the women's triple threat. Compared to the other... Like other women's matches, right? It's not something I I wouldn't even put that on like my top ten women's okay. matches. It's just not that. Right. I know when we did our WrestleMania Dream Card, I'm pretty sure I picked that match as one of mine. Mm-hmm. But it's 
there's like three great WrestleMania women's matches, yeah. so mm-hmm. there's not. Yeah. Um, then after WrestleMania, we get the Ambrose and Jericho feud with Mitch the Plant and the Ambrose Asylum match. Meh. This isn't. Um, but what's important about this? This is also the time where Jericho starts to redefine his character mm-hmm. again, and we get the the list. That, that's coming. That's coming. Um, but Ambrose also wins Money in the Bank and wins the title. Sure. Um. Cody asks for and is granted his release, uh, which sets in motion everything that everything that happens outside of WWE for the rest of the decade, pretty much. Yeah, it's a pretty big uh, catalyst. Um, they uh, they're like, well, uh, let's do the brand split again because we've got so many people, um, and uh, we need to move SmackDown to be live on Tuesdays <clears throat> and need to make it. Uh, worth watching. Yeah. <laughs> How'd that work out? Pretty well, because it was the mo- show that was most worth watching for most of the time. Yeah, the numbers didn't reflect that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Finn Balor, uh, in the draft, gets mm-hmm. drafted to Raw from NXT. Makes his... Well, he debuts on Raw, wins a number one contender's tournament. Pins Roman. Pins Roman clean. Who had been busted for steroids at this right. time. Right, right. Forgot all about that. Yep. Uh, and then Russell's Seth Rollins at SummerSlam becomes the first ever uh, Universal Champion. And Seth then, Rollins hurts him in the match. <laughs> and he has to relinquish the title, and that pretty much torpedoes his entire main roster run. Yep. He never recovered after nope. that. Nope. Um, also at that SummerSlam uh, is when we get the like this, the beginning of Jericho and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. As a team, because uh, they f- face Enzo and Cass. Who was a thing at this time. Enzo and Cass were like the yeah. biggest, most popular tag team. The, the pop they got, the Raw after Mania, yep. was ridiculous. Um, what might be my favorite match of the decade, AJ versus John Cena, is on that card too. Really? It's a damn good match, dude. Go back and watch oh, it. Oh, it's a great match. It's, it's- it's not even AJ, like, it's not even one of AJ's best of the decade, I don't think. Mm, maybe. I think, considering who he's up against and what the, like, what it meant for AJ to be wrestling Cena, I can understand that. Right. But he had better matches with a lot m- more people, I think. Um, talking smack is a thing, and that, like, gives us, like, the, uh, the awesome promo from The Miz on Daniel Bryan. Uh... I really I don't know why they because that was a great a little um, supplemental programming to to uh, to it, SmackDown. I think that's what they're trying to get backstage to become. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know if it'll work because yeah yeah they they're not in full control there. Uh, the Cruiserweight Classic was in 2016. Holy crap! It was. Um, AJ Styles wins the WWE title. Um, the New Day uh, officially become the longest reigning tag team champions. Kenny Omega wins uh, the uh, G1. Right, right. Um, Asuka debuts and goes on her, like, tear. Yep. Um, coincidentally, Goldberg comes back in 2016. Oh, God, I'm going to get sick. <laughs> 
And then we also have uh, Broken Matt Hardy and the like final deletion and all that started at the end of 2016. So you just like you've listed a few things in there that I was like, yeah, that was really cool until it wasn't. <laughs> WWE got their hands <laughs> yeah. on it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Asuka was really cool till Vince got his hands mm-hmm. on her. Uh, tw- anything else for 2016? I I feel like this is really where <clears throat> Bullet Club gets super super mm-hmm. hot, and well, it becomes I, being it, uh, being the elite. I think starts at some point this year during that year. Yeah, um, it's either there or early 2017. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Adam Cole. Adam Cole joins. Marty Skrull ends up joining after. Well, he doesn't uh, join till 2017. Right, but I'm saying what I'm getting at is this is where Bullet Club becomes like such a thing that if you're a name in the business, you want to be associated mm-hmm. with it. If you're not, in they WWE. almost had like a uh, <laughs> like a, a NWO Hollywood NWO Wolfpack going thing thing going where you had Bullet Club in Japan. Mm-hmm. But then you had Bullet Club North America, especially at the beginning of 2017 when you had Cody. Because you've got Cody, The Bucks, Adam Cole, and yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. And it it was, but it was also like, you could no longer uh, treat it like, oh, it's just this thing in Japan. Like, it wasn't just a thing in Japan. Those shirts were everywhere. People were tuning in, not just to like Wrestle Kingdom uh, as it happens, it's like, oh, Dominion's tonight. I'm pretty sure the New Japan World has launched. Oh yeah, at mm-hmm. this point. So you're watching, like, if you're like me, you're watching every big New Japan show, like the day after it happens, and you're seeing you're seeing a product that's completely different to WWE. Oh, for and, sure. And I think it's really what has caused, um, so many people to really look for that alternative. Because New Japan and Bullet Club kind of proved, hey, there's there's more out well, there and it's accessible. The story now. goes that it was this WrestleMania this year, this or no, it was in 2017. That that's how they got their shirts into Hot Topic was because they hot the people at Hot Topic saw, saw the Bullet Club every, yeah. shirts at WrestleMania. Yeah, and they're like, hey, where do we get those? And oh, we don't own that. Oh, who does? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I I think you're also this is. Uh, maybe jumping ahead a little, but it also proved the Bullet Club was so big. You didn't. I don't think people understood how popular it was until it separated from New Japan mm-hmm. and Ring of Honor, and neither one of those companies yeah. has been nearly as successful since yeah. those guys left. Um, but we start out 2017 with the match Utah Okada Omega won. Yeah. Um, just a. I mean, I even I like. I don't like matches that go you don't like the new japan style it's not so much that i don't i don't like you have long matches for me matches should be less than 30 minutes what 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 i mean by the new japan style is main event new japan wrestling the first 20 to 30 minutes of main event matches are just deep layers of selling and storytelling Mm -hmm. which drag on which i actually hate a lot of in wwe matches when they spend way too much time selling at the end of a match when they haven't sold shit before. So you're admitting you have a bias. Um, sure. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Uh, but I, that first Kenny and Okada match is just... 
I, I don't even know how to put it into words, but mm-hmm. it, it, the way it ends and it just starts this feud between the two of them where they do four incredible matches mm-hmm. over like 18 months. Yeah. Every one of them is as good as the one before, mm-hmm. if not better. Yeah. And it, it was really kind of the match that I think redefined uh, what what pro wrestling can be mm-hmm. in this day and age. Well, this, it's the genesis of the Tokyo Dome joke. Yeah. Because it's, you it's know. It's a six-star match. Mm-hmm. Yep. But when you watch it, like, you look at every other big match in that de- in the decade, mm-hmm. nothing comes close to the quality of that match for the main event of the biggest show of the year in that company. There's mm-hmm. no WrestleMania main event that even approaches the quality no. of that. You're right. <clears throat> yep. um, we get the Festival of Friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, One of the greatest segments ever. Yeah, definitely. And it's... I mean, that was a six, six to seventh, eight month run of Jericho at his absolute, you know, peak. Mm-hmm. There's one or two versions of Jericho that that can even compete with how good this was, and this mm-hmm. is probably still, yeah, even as good as he is today, because he couldn't at this point he was still able, um, not that he puts on bad matches now, but he was still. Uh, Time hadn't caught up to him as much. The ring point. work matched the quality of the character yeah. mm-hmm. work. Now it's it, there's clearly a difference, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, Cody wins the ROH title. Um, we think Taker retires at WrestleMania. <laughs> Psych. Uh, at least that led to the best Roman Reigns promo yeah. ever. Yeah. The night after Mania, he they, comes and out. They should have turned him heel that night. Yep. The Roman Reigns promo, he comes out in the entire arena. Is they boo him for 10 straight minutes. And he's just holding the mic, and you're just waiting for him to get his promo, and he just goes, it's my yard now, and drops the mic. And I, I hated Roman at that time, but I remember watching that and going, oh, that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the Hardy Boys make their return. Yeah. Um, again, at the time. Which was cool for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh common theme uh bray wyatt wins the wwe title and then loses it to randy orton and then they have oh, that horrible God. house of horror horrors match uh where they film the match in the middle of the day and try to pass it off like nighttime yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it gets better we get jinder mahal as wwe champion holy shit <laughs> And we were there for his celebration we when he won the title, we too. We were. We were. Actually, we saw his first two nights as champion. Because the yeah. night before that, because the show was on Tuesday, SmackDown, the night before they were at Eastern Michigan, yeah. which is like half an hour, 40 minutes from our places. Yeah. So we took my kid to her first wrestling show. She was all about Charlotte. Yeah. She, uh, she had the unfortunate distinction of watching Jinder Mahal's first match as WWE champion. Yep. Yeah. I, I I should lose my kid for that. <laughs> um we get the first women's money in the bank match. Um Braun Strowman destroyed everything that summer. Um that was the uh <laughs> I still laugh every time I see it when he the throws chair. when he throws the office chair at him. So this was definitely in the middle of one of my I'm not watching this yeah. runs. Yeah, this is well. This is great balls of fire. Yeah, the year of that. Um, we get uh, the undisputed era debut hmm. at Takeover that year. Um, Roman versus Cena was in September. Um, the match wasn't that good, but the promos leading up to it was 
Well, <laughs> Cena dis- verbally destroying yeah. Roman week after week mm-hmm. was about it's about as good as it got. Mm-hmm. We get our first Shield reunion. <laughs> well, attempt. Cause... Well, I mean, it, it happened. Yeah. But uh, the May Young Classic was the first May Young Classic was in 2017. Um, we get uh, Uso's New Day Hell in a Cell, which we were at. Yeah. Um, and then everyone gets the mumps. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So. Uh, what was supposed to be demon, a uh, pumpkin demon Finn Balor versus Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt becomes demon Finn Balor versus AJ, AJ Styles. Styles. And then Kurt Angle has to take Roman's place in the Shield against the rest of the Raw roster. Yeah, we forgot that Kurt Angle came back and, mm-hmm. and got inducted into the Hall of Fame. And... Yeah. yeah. Uh, NXT does its first War Games. And then, unfortunately, we lost Bobby Heenan at the end of 2017. So, boo. Yeah. Uh, 2018. Well, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Jericho in New Japan. Yeah, so this is Jericho upset because of the way the whole thing with Owens carried out, decided, mm-hmm. all right, I've, I'm, I'm moving on. Well, it wasn't even that. It was a phone call from Don Callis. Well, the way I understand it, he he had realized it was time to go away and not, he wasn't going to come back for a while. Like mm-hmm. he, he realized he didn't need to stick around for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then he got the call from Don Callis and they were just talking about, um, the hype between, uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Mm-hmm. And is there a way to do that in wrestling? And yeah. Jericho suggested, or Jericho and Don Callis got to talking about doing something with him and Omega mm-hmm. at new Japan. Mm-hmm. So pff, Jericho, after for years saying he'd never wrestle in anyone else's ring, he's like, "No, I'm gonna, I'm going to Japan," mm-hmm. and completely reinvigorated his career. Yeah, yep. Um, and we get him and Kenny Omega at at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Um, we get the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Um, the debut of Ronda Rousey thereafter. Um, and then she, um. She was around for a year, but right. she had her first match at WrestleMania. She had her big match at WrestleMania with her and Kurt. Was versus... better than it had any right to be. Yep. Um, Roman main events his fourth straight WrestleMania. <sighs> uh, I don't even remember. Like, it all blends together so mm-hmm. much. It's him and Lesnar again, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just another. And it was awful. And everyone hates that match too, but mm-hmm. they're like, let's do it again. Um. And I got as, as big of an AJ Styles fan as I am. Twenty seventeen for him, or twenty eighteen for him was a year of of a bunch of dream matches that weren't like yeah. You, you said you know Nakamura wins the men's rumble, so you're like, all right, Nakamura and Styles, let's go. And they wrestled like three or four times, and ne- none of them were like that great. It, it was it was clearly a um, the the. What's the the governor? I think was on the, the vehicle there. Yeah. And they they weren't allowed to go the way they're supposed right. the, the way they like to, and the way they had in Japan. Right. But then he comes right out of that and starts a feud with Samoa Joe, which and it, was it, underwhelming. Same thing. Like it just wasn't. wasn't I would argue AJ been. Styles hasn't been effective since he lost the title uh, to Cena. Uh, whenever he lost it after his big run. 
when he beat Ambrose and he had it for like six yeah. months or whatever. Yeah. I don't think he's been the same since then. No. He's still really, really good. Yeah. But he's he's just a guy in the show now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Daniel Bryan returns. Returns. Um, and then All In happens. Yeah, so this is right when... Uh, this is this is kind of the genesis of AEW. They uh, yeah. Cody makes a bet with Dave Meltzer on the internet that he could sell out a, or he could sell ten thousand seats to an indie show in the U.S. Meltzer didn't think it was possible, and uh, Cody and the Young Bucks decide to bet on themselves and take all their sweet pro wrestling tease money and put it toward a a live show with the best independent talent in the in the world. And sure enough, they sell out the Sears Center in mm-hmm. Chicago. Yeah. And coincidentally, around that same time, billionaire uh, son or son of a billionaire Tony Khan is like, "Hey, I I want to start my own I wrestling, start a wrestling company." And he sees their success and partners with the guys. And the next thing you know, they're and, talking. And in what could be might go down as one of the dumbest moves in wrestling, like in hindsight, like Ring of Honor, who the Bucks and Cody were all contracted to mm-hmm. not only allowed them to do this, but they're like, here, use all our production people. Yeah. We'll help you find the building. We'll help you promote it. On, like we'll, we'll carry the pay-per-view on our streaming. Like they pretty much like gave them the blueprint on, on how to be a six. Like, well, and then new Japan's like, yeah, use Kota Ibushi. Yeah. Here's, here's Okada yeah. <laughs> here. Just take our guys and bring mm-hmm. them over for this show. I, I think in that case, I don't think those companies knew Tony Khan existed. No. And I think when when the Bucks and Cody meet him and he starts talking and he's got all the money and it's his money, he's not contracted to anybody. Like, he doesn't have an overlord to tell him mm-hmm. yes or no. They probably see the opportunity mm-hmm. to be in full control. There's also the personal politics of the Sinclair Broadcasting Corporation. Right. Clearly don't align with the guys of... Of the of Cody and the Bucks and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so they had an opportunity to do it their own way without that controversy, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And they just they went out on their own instead yeah. of you know relying on Ring of yeah. Honor. And... Yep. Uh, Roman finally beats Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, and then <laughs> and then the next night uh, we get the second attempt at a Shield reunion, and then. Roman has to go away because yeah. he has leukemia, yeah. which in, is really, I mean, that's, that's a bummer. Like, yeah, that was a, that was a huge, whether bummer. you liked him or you hated him, yeah. that's, that, that's not a character. That's mm-hmm. a, a real person. Um, and then they use that to turn Dean Ambrose heel that night, which is the cat, like part of the catalyst of Dean Ambrose being mm-hmm. like, I want out of here. Yeah. Uh, and then Brian turns heel. He beats AJ for the title and he turns heel and kicked him in the ding ding, didn't he? I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure he kicks him in the ding-ding and then rolls him off. AJ got kicked in the ding-ding a lot in 2018. That's probably good. He's got a lot of kids. <laughs> he does. He doesn't They're need helping him out. Doesn't need any more. So that's it for 2018, and we, we're rolling. Finally, we're finally at the last year of the decade. Hmm. Which begins with the announcement of AEW. Yeah. A little, little thing. Just tiny Tiny little thing. So, you know, it's funny because I was trying to think, like, what were the biggest stories? And immediately that came to mind. But we don't even know, like, if this is... 
they could fold up shop in two years. It mm-hmm. could go really badly for them in the next twenty four months. And AEW may never actually like it'll it'll be like remember the USFL like yeah. mm-hmm. no you're right uh yeah they I mean they announced AEW and I I think the only major surprise was Jericho Jericho, Jericho announced he had signed a deal yeah. like an actual long term contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, uh, I mean, all the names involved, it wasn't really surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, th- I I, think what's more surprising is the names that they weren't able to get. Yeah. Kota Ibushi's contract was up. And, yeah. it, I mean, him and Kenny are, I mean, the rumor is they're, you know, boyfriend, you know, yeah. they're together. Yeah. And Ibushi's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay in Japan. Yeah. And they, you know, Marty Skrull's contract wasn't up yet, and they couldn't get him out of, of Ring of Honor. And, mm-hmm. um. You know, AJ Styles, AJ Styles' contract had come up, and there was talk, well, I mean, he was friends with all these yeah. guys. Why wouldn't he? The Gallows and Anderson as well, mm-hmm. the Revival. There were a lot of names that were kind of, oh, their deals are up. And it still goes on. like. But they haven't really, they haven't stolen anybody, no. so to speak, of, of value aside from Moxley. And yeah. that wasn't really a steal. He no. wanted to leave. Yeah, yeah, because it was announced early, I would say, like, February February or yeah, it was like it was, it was before WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah, they came right out and like, yeah, he's not going to resign. Yeah, um, so then Roman comes back and we get the third, third man. Like, and then and then we had the the Shield's last stand, three last stands. Yeah. by my count. Yeah, so. it was it was it was they they milked that for all it was worth. Yeah, um, so we totally glossed over in twenty the birth of the man in twenty eighteen. Oh yeah. Like, I shame on us. Well, that was really was it twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen? It was twenty eighteen because it was it was that SummerSlam. It really started twenty seven. No, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's twenty eighteen. So I mean that that image of her on the go home show to Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean if Nia face. Jax isn't such a worthless professional wrestler, that may that whole thing may never have happened. Yeah, yeah, because they would have done her and Ronda at Survivor Series, and it would have been it. Yeah. She so. Ronda would have tapped her out or just plain beat her and right, but we never got that match. Right. But that does lead to Becky, where I think Becky wins the Royal Rumble. Um, is the hottest thing in the company. Hottest thing in the company, um, and then they shoehorn Charlotte into the main event. They they do main event though for the first time. Yeah, the women main event mania. Um, but underwhelming match. Yeah, the build wasn't very good aside from the last two weeks. Yeah. Everything before that was really weak. Ronda turned heel out of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, but she didn't really turn heel right away. It was it, it was, was just convoluted. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, go back to the archives. It, the yeah. whole the start of our show is right, right around, around that time, time, and we're yeah. just not into it. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should mention that. What we start our, we start this little show in twenty at the beginning of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Woohoo! Yay us! <laughs> um, and then like like so Rollins beats. Lesnar, because he wins the men's rumble, and then they try. I mean, they absolutely ruin him. They tried their best to ruin Becky. I don't think she's fully ruined yet. Not yet. Um, but they like you know they have him wrestle Baron Corbin like five months in a row. It's they, been... they like it finally comes out that him and Becky are a real life couple, and they're like. We can't leave well enough alone. We got to put it on TV, and that's just awkward. And then they have 
Lesnar win money in the bank and he cashes in on Rollins. And then Rollins has to beat Lesnar a second time. I mean, I think 2019 is going to be the year of the destruction of Seth Rollins. Uh, 2019, I, I said earlier, you know, one of the years was underwhelmed. The Rock was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. 2019 has just been a year of just really bad booking. Mm-hmm. Just poor decision. And it, 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 at least in the WWE side of it, yeah, they... they screwed up Ronda and, and Becky. They screwed up Seth post WrestleMania. They, they you just mentioned all the things. Um they they for whatever reason they thought Goldberg and Undertaker was a match worth doing, which might mm-hmm. be the worst match ever. Mm-hmm. Uh they I mean this is the year they've done this crazy Lana Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. Rusev thing. They hired Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard and Paul Heyman back and Bischoff was there like six months, I, not even. No, he was he was there for like a steak dinner basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and and he's gone. And neither one of the shows have shown any sort of growth in the mm-hmm. ratings since they made this move. No, um, it, just, WWE has made mistake yeah. after mistake this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they made their big move to Fox with SmackDown on 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 Fridays in October. About the um, go ahead. I'm sorry. AEW debuted debuted their show on TNT in October, which made WWE go. Well, we'll just put our like our smart show on um, on the same you know on network TV on the same night yep. for two hours at the same time. Yep. Which good for I mean, good for wrestling fans, but yeah. Oh, going back to WWE's booking decision, about the only thing they did right this year is they saw Kofi Kingston was getting his mm-hmm. momentum. They gave him the belt at WrestleMania, but I would argue that the way they ended it is always going to sour me on that entire run mm-hmm. because he never got, he just got, it, it was like they just wanted to do a race that had ever happened mm-hmm. by having Brock beat him in five seconds or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. Um, uh, just not not good. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> Firefly Funhouse. Oh, uh, the fiend. The, the fiend. Yeah. Such a great concept. Such a great idea. And then the bell rings, and it's it's just bad mm-hmm. every single time. It's great until he has to actually get in the ring. Yeah. And they just don't know what they're doing with him. Mm-mm. They put the belt on him, and I I guess they're trying to make it work where he's just going through all the the evil people he's or the people he's dealt with in the past. But mm-hmm. it's. I don't think people are nearly as excited as they were about him. No. And now he's got his own custom belt, I guess. Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's hideous. Yeah. Let's just, everyone gets a custom belt now. Yep. But, wow. yeah, you, you mentioned it. AEW, they do Double or Nothing in May. Followed up with another couple I pay-per-views and debut. You know, mm-hmm. they go come back to Chicago for All Out. Uh, and then back to Chicago, and then back to Chicago, and then back to Chicago. Yeah. <sighs> but it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, I didn't think we'd see wrestling, not not only that, but you think when the decade started, Tony Schiavone's going to be back in professional right. wrestling? Yeah. Like, Tony Schiavone has a podcast people care about. This is something we didn't talk about at all, but like, the rise of, of the podcast mm-hmm. and how it impacts pro wrestling, but... Conrad by God Thompson. Yeah, like something to wrestle pulls back uh, the curtain on the golden era of wrestling with stories. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not talking like only a few people. Bruce is telling stories that nobody has really ever mm-hmm. shared before. And that's so successful, they launch it into Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone and now Arn Anderson and Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Like, he's still got two days of a week. I'm sure there's two guys out there yeah. that when Paul Heyman gets fired. Right. He's just waiting on someone from ECW. Like, yeah. him, Dreamer, jo- Joey Styles. Somebody. Someone from there has got to come um, over. But you mentioned, yeah, if you had told me Shivani would be calling wrestling, if you had told me Jim Ross would have been calling wrestling for anyone other than WWE at the beginning of the decade, I would have said you were crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, just a lot of things where it's just like, wow. Like, like, it's seeing, like, you just never know what's going to happen. So, so yeah. I think we've rambled enough. I think so. All my wife all, is home. She's probably upset that dinner's not ready. So I mean, you're kind of worthless in that I, aspect. But yeah, you should have told me to leave. She probably would agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all in all, I I would say it it wasn't a great decade of pro wrestling. It had high points, but it had a lot of low points too. Just a lot of uh, the, you you meant you made the analogy earlier that every once in a while, like once a year, you point at something you're like, that's really good. Do more of that. I feel like this decade was a lot of, that's really cool, keep going with that. And then it's Vince going, no, God damn it, yeah. that's not what we do mm-hmm. here. And the weird thing, too, like, as, as like, like I've never been more, and I guess it's just with, with the age we're in, with the internet and, and, and all these podcasts, and like, but I've never been more, not invested, but just, like, wrestling's, like, by far my favorite thing. Like the accessibility of pro wrestling yeah. is is so much now. Yeah, you can literally find new wrestling to watch every single mm-hmm. day, and with the network and all the other streaming mm-hmm. services, you can find all the old wrestling you mm-hmm. want to. So yep. So and that's probably the biggest benefit of yeah. the decade is just wrestling in general has become more accessible to the masses. So, alrighty, cool. cool. You got a wrestler of the decade, real quick. No. Hmm. Uh, you put was, me on the spot. Yeah, so I was no. thinking uh, on the way over here, worldwide, I think it's Okada. The the number of just mm-hmm. classic great wrestling matches he had. But if you're talking overall, I would make the argument it's Chris Jericho. Yeah. From where he started the decade, he started the decade uh, wrestling for the World Championship in WWE at a mm-hmm. WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He headlined WrestleManias. He reinvented his character two or three times Mm -hmm. uh he went to japan and headlined their biggest show of the year twice Mm -hmm. and now he's the face of the newest company in wrestling he's gonna headline it again a third time well i mean there'll be a new yeah it's not yeah anyways i you can make the case if i were if i were gonna pick three guys from north america it was gonna be jericho rollins and reigns yeah so all righty all right well until uh until next year (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's fine You had to do it, right? I guess. All right. See ya. See ya.